Oh, you're already recording? Yeah. I've been recording for about five minutes. Perfunctory. Uh, I'll just take that all off. Oh, uh, there, was some, there was some good stuff in there talking about how we can never go live. <laughs> I mean, we can't. I mean, I, th- I know a guy after hours, so we could probably get in there. Josh, we can't take trade after hours. <laughs> it's true. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be those people who take your friend to a place and then have that friend look around and be like, and why do you think I want to be here? <laughs> what about this friendship has led you to think that I want to be here? One time you mentioned you played darts and they have a dart board. I have to go and reevaluate. Who's on the target for the dart board? <laughs> don't answer that. Because we already know the answer. Yeah. That's not good. I don't know the answer, but I'm sure it's some sort of civil rights activist. I'm sure his middle name is Hussein. <laughs> you didn't say it right. You got to over enunciate. Sorry, it. Hussein. There you go. Was, was that right? <laughs> that was better. Okay. Because nobody else has ever made those connections. <laughs> so that's how you have to say it. Like, duh. I remember being in middle school and being like, "I heard that Saddam insane is making trouble in the Middle East." <laughs> That kid was like, (laughs) (laughs) getting high fives. You did it. Teachers looking around like, God, I hate my job. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Cash Grab Cinema, where today we'll be reviewing my seasonal depression. It's hitting real good. It's up there. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, that part of Rachel is dead. You'll see her again when spring rolls around. I'm so lethargic. Now is the winter of her discontent. It's hard to get through. In late fall. Stop interrupting me. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible and there's no sunshine. But this is a re-release of Elf on the Shelf. And we're going to bring this to you at an appropriate time when Christmas starts. That's 80 seconds after you've eaten that Thanksgiving turkey. (laughs) Welcome to Black Friday. Fucking get your shop on. But you know what? Enjoy this spiciness. And you know what? I've thought of a way you could reimagine the elf, right? Don't read the book. Don't watch the movies. Don't tell your kids he's going back to town on Santa. That's some extreme micromanagement you don't need to expose them to yet. Just be like, the elf is fun, and he's, like, here sometimes and, like, does silly stuff. Yeah, I want to I wanna enjoy some more years before our kid knows for a fact that we live in a surveillance state. Shh. Your cell phone's right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, after this re-release, you'll be getting so many fresh new episodes, you won't know what to do with yourself. I'm going to say a new one every week in December, but my seasonal depression might be like, nah, bitch, go lay back down. And I might have to listen to him. So we'll see. Happy holidays. I'll cut that. Welcome back to Cash Grab Cinema. You know how last time I said we were going to be more consistent? That was a lie. Because I got super sick. <laughs> Suckers! I bet you believed her. So welcome back to our after Christmas Christmas special. The logical time. Christmas starts earlier and earlier every year. I think after Christmas is a, it's a great time to be cynical about 
Christmas time. Well, that's what we're bringing you with Elf on the Shelf. Welcoming back, as always, is Josh. I still have not found another place for him to live. Hey guys, how's it going? Josh here. What's (sighs) up? Stop it. I'm Rachel, and we're bringing back Trey. And you know what? Special guest... No, no, no. Time to time co-host. That's what we're definitely bringing you in. Merry Christmas, Trey. Yay. All of my Christmas dreams have come true. You did it, Trey. Welcome to the show. There is no money involved in this. I just want to be transparent up front. We'll talk off mic. And I'm Rachel. Welcome back to Cash Grab Cinema. This is a podcast about art with no merit. We're just people who've done it just for the money. We're deciding. Are these movies just for the money? Or did they try to make art? This week we watched Elf. God, fuck that Elf. Elf on the Shelf. Now, for those of you who don't know what Elf on the Shelf is, Trey, do you know what Elf on the Shelf is? Beyond Mm, what we just witnessed? No, I think I heard a joke about it one time on that TV show, The League. But Mm -hmm. besides that, I had not heard about that. I don't know what this tradition is. Okay, so Elf on the Shelf is a book that you can buy... It comes with an elf that you quote-unquote adopt. You, so it's a sentient being. Yes. Yeah, well, you, you name the elf and it gets magic. It becomes a sentient being mm-hmm. that lives in your house and watches what you do and reports it back to Santa. Here is the, <laughs> the ad from Amazon says, <clears throat> I'm going to read this to you two different ways. The ad from Amazon says, every year at Christmas, Santa sends his elves to watch you, and they go back and tell him who's been bad and who's been good. The elf on the shelf is watching you, what you say and what you do. Or, every year at Christmas, Santa sends his elves to watch you, and they go back and tell him who's been bad and who's been good. The elf on the shelf is watching you, what you say and what you do. So that's Elf on the Shelf. Oh. So, from my point of view, this is um, trying to get children used to uh, surveillance and planning yeah. it fun. Yeah. Is, Pol- is, is police, that what this is? Police states are jovial. Yeah. yeah. Ironically, this predates Alexa, so really they should be, uh, you know, Amazon should be giving them kickbacks. Elf on the Shelf, yeah, it came out in... Because <laughs> she's spying on you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Elf on the Shelf, the book, was written in 2005 by Carol... I'm not good at names, so I'm just stabbing at this. Ebersold mm-hmm. and her daughter, Chanlona... That can't be right. Uh, Chandler, sure. Bell. <laughs> And to date, they sold 11 million copies at $24.95 each. According to Forbes Online, they make about $11 million a year. Dang. Yeah. They're making that paper. That's That's that good annual money. That's like, ooh. That's like that's like Mariah Carey getting four million every year for all I want for Christmas. Just from yeah, just from that from that one song. That's her residuals, and she deserves. Of course, I'm not even gonna lie. Well deserved. <laughs> great, this is great a, Christmas. Song. I actually kind of had to break it to my mom that Mariah Carey wrote that song in the '90s. She was like, "No, I've been I've been listening to that song all my life." I was like. <laughs> No, you no, you have it. The song's 25 years old. And in her mind, she's just like, there's this shit, that shit with the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know your Christmas present was definitely downgraded in that moment. How dare you make her remember how old she is. I got a face mask for Christmas. 
But it was activated charcoal. Mm. Mm. I'm just yeah. now putting that together. She's just trying to remove the toxins from you. <laughs> <laughs> so Elf on the Shelf, the movie. Uh, oh, I, sorry. No, I have to correct you there. It's actually Elf on the Shelf and Elf's Story. Ugh. Who, who found this? Which one of you am I, okay. do I thank for this? The yeah. child. The child is who you think. Because we have never introduced our kid to Elf on the Shelf. We've mm. dodged that bullet for many a year. Yeah, like who's like, oh, yay, more stuff to buy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then kids from school. They started talking about their elves, the shit the elves do. And then the kid comes home and he's like, I want an elf. Let's, why doesn't an elf come to my house? So I was back and forth on this almost all December. Josh can tell you. Like I was, I talked myself in and out and in and oh, out. Oh yeah, of it was it a real family crisis. Several times. <laughs> For real, it was. <laughs> and then finally, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck those other kids. That elf isn't real. Elf on the Shelf isn't real. It is a story written by two ladies. It is not real. And he was just like, oh, but I just want the cute stuff that happens. Like, well, fuck, I can make that happen. Yeah. You want cute, you want a stuffed animal to do silly stuff around your house? I got you. And so we invented a new character. Silly Santa. Silly Santa. I found a stuffed Santa at Goodwill for like 70 cents. <laughs> And he's been doing silly antics all December long. Which, coincidentally, tonight's episode is brought by brought to you by Silly Santa, which you'll, if you follow the link below. Copywritten by Cash Grab Cinema. If you would like your own Silly Santa, please hit us up on Twitter. We'll tell you how to go to a Goodwill and find one. No, no, no. You have to come to us. <laughs> <laughs> registered trademark. Not actually registered, but it soon will be. So we made Pandemic. the cutesy. <laughs> so we made the cutesy shit happen. I told him it wasn't real. I'm not a total asshole. I told him not to tell his friends at school, because they think it's real. They think it's an actual elf that moves around their fucking house. Like, on the mild end, it's a cute little thing to do with your kids. On the ex- on the far end, it is extreme gaslighting. Yeah. You are making your kids think that this fucking elf can like move shit around goes to see santa every damn day and tells them what you're doing and i've seen where parents make stop motion videos of the elf moving to make it look like the elf fucking moves by itself i'm not so much into that idea it's extreme now you could argue santa is also not real well and we tell our kid like well we don't tell him we let him believe Mm-hmm. He came to me before and asked if Santa's real, and my answer is always, "Well, what do you think?" Mm-hmm. That way, technically, I'm not lying to him. And Santa is at least <laughs> like you can point to a historical figure, you know, Saint Nicholas. Yeah, hundreds of years of tradition. And when it com- comes time and he figures it out, like that sounds like bullshit. I can at least tell him, like, well, in a way. Anytime you do something generous and kind for someone else at Christmas time, you could argue that you're Santa. We can all be Santa for someone. So you have that. With the elf on the shelf, it's just like, no, kid, I just fucked with you. (laughs) (laughs) Every time you moved, that was me. Yo, these legal games that you try to play around Christmas time, well, guess what? We just got ourselves a private investigator. (laughs) 
They come I mean, into your house. They're going to report to Santa daily. How does that work, by the way? It, logistically, they're climbing in your window. They're, they're <laughs> snatching your people but I mean, up. Millions of these elves every single day have to report, like, a single briefing. All I see is, like, a giant, like... Uh, football stadium full of elves screaming at santa and he's like got it got it got it he's got an accountant with him you know naughty and nicing these kids like exhausting taylor in georgia took some candy without asking (laughs) fucking smite his ass (laughs) elf on the shelf is so big he has his own balloon in the macy's day thanksgiving parade wow yep but you didn't give me a chance to say how big is he uh oh sorry elf on the shelf is so big how big is he that the washington post said that this movie was just a half hour advertisement for a book (laughs) (laughs) new york times you said that's big washington post oh never mind (laughs) whoops so this movie we went to a used bookstore and he found the movie, and he was like, well, can I have this movie? Mm-hmm. And I even reiterated, like, we'll get this movie for $2, as long as you understand it is not real. And he was like, oh. And he said it really quiet, just in case there were other kids around. He's like, no, I just thought it would be fun. I know it's not real. That's so considerate. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, cool, we can get that. $2, I got you. And <laughs> that is why we've watched it. That is why you've got to watch the better food fight animated movie of Elf on the Shelf. It looks like food fight, right? (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) It does. I don't know. It wasn't the same studio. It was the the name of the studio is Big Canoe, which is a which is the first sign. Like I've never heard of that in my life. No, me neither. I don't know anything about Big Canoe. Well in the making of portion of this DVD that (laughs) that I watched, one of the people in charge of making this movie said like we wanted to do it ourselves we did all of this ourselves okay we created this movie ourselves we can tell barbara you don't have to fucking tell us (laughs) yeah (laughs) we didn't want to get bogged down with the big budget or professionalism or you know gloss they're making 10 million a year They don't want to get bogged down with budget. We put out an ad on Craigslist. We said, look. Look, do you want to make this movie for experience? We know you can't clothe yourself or feed your family with that, but fuck you, you'll do it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We just want to reach out and, you know, share the spirit of Christmas. It's not just this movie. There's this movie. There's the book that comes with the elf that you adopt. Okay. And you can buy it in, they have different genders, all different races, like you can buy any elf to suit your fancy. The elves have pets. You can buy different outfits. You can buy elf on the shelf Santa letter kits. Oh, they branched out. You can mm. buy elf on the shelf um, accessories to help gaslight your children. <laughs> you can buy the elf on the shelf uh, uh, Barbie dream house. I mean, elf on the shelf house house, Christmas house. <laughs> it's a Christmas cabin. dream house. It's a cabin. <laughs> So wait, you can buy a cabin for the elf, <laughs> even though the elf gets to be wherever the fuck in the house you you put the damn thing. I don't know if you can buy a cabin for that elf, but whoever makes this shit is gonna listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> and be like, a cabin, eh? A cabin, you say, well, Barbara? What do you think about a cabin? Well, let's give him some more ideas then. Uh, you definitely want to have a sarcophagus. Wait, hold on one second. Elf on the Shelf cabin trademarked. Continue. <laughs> you want to have a torture dungeon. Um, <laughs> it's the Fifty Shades of Grey elf. Ooh, yes. You want to have, you got to have some mom jeans for that elf. <laughs> He's got to pop that shirt off. 
My safe word is naughty. Mine mm. is jingles. <laughs> For me, it's cinnamon. <laughs> to the so to the movie, we open on an elf delivering mail to Santa, and beyond the food fight animation style, the first thing I'm noticing is the lackluster dialogue, and that is being generous. Yeah, I think they mentioned in the making of something about like. Well, we put together a script and it wasn't making a lot of sense. So we made a lot of... They basically admitted to making a ton of last-minute changes mm-hmm. some weekend before they were going to record in the first place. Uh, and it shows. It does show. <laughs> At that initial... After he that one elf leaves Santa, he runs into our main elf, who we later will learn his name is Chippy. And he says... I'm off to go be given my assignment. And off screen, the other elf says, okay. (laughs) It's like, I'm an elf and I'm going to go be a scout. I was like, yeah, dude, we fucking all are, idiot. I just just got hit up with letter duty on top of this. This is our life. This is... This is what reality is for us here at the North Pole. It's great. The dialogue, it's just not fleshed out. No. But I've not read the book, so I don't know how closely it moves. I'm excited. Me too. (laughs) It's Christmas time. Did you know? So bad. This couldn't have anything less to do with Christmas. <laughs> now, is this a a separate faction of elves? Suffer from like the the slaves that make all of the toys. <laughs> the toy making elves. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Like this is the, the so I, NSA portion of Santa's I feel like, regime. I feel like is there? They're is that elite correct? operatives. <laughs> there's yeah. Like, there's like the red shirt elves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, there's, yeah. and then there's the green shirt elves. They only make toys. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm they're, following they're, it. One, they're like, gammas. They're, they're coughing. They're coughing up candy cane dust. Please. Can I please have some water? Can I have Why a candy would you cane want water? Why would you want water when you can have hot chocolate? Oh. <laughs> please. <laughs> So oh, this, the Chippy the Elf accidentally knocks off a letter, takes it to Santa, like, oh, this letter fell off the cart. It's from Taylor Blue Blue Blue. And Santa tells Chippy that Taylor doesn't believe anymore. Why the fuck is he writing a letter to Santa if he doesn't believe? So I was confused as to whether, like, so did he write that letter or was this intel from another elf? <laughs> Is this like drone capture? Yeah. <laughs> well, Santa says it's a letter from Taylor. This clandestine spy <laughs> agency. Now, if they had really gone whole hog on that, I might have been a lot more. We're, we're kind of making a better movie pitch. <laughs> right. If I don't you, know if we want to leave this money on the table. If you yeah. hear a lot of dead air before, just ignore that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then Chippy goes to what I can only describe as the Amazon warehouse mm-hmm. of elves. Oh, yeah, there's a whole, like, uh, him getting boxed up scene. In the book thing. Mm. And it's just exactly what it looks like at the store. Oh, okay. Yeah. What what That's you would branding. go to buy. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> That's what you'd go to buy if you wanted an elf <laughs> you, on the shelf. You walk yourself down to Kmart. You want to see what you expect to see. Well, don't go to fucking Kmart, then. <laughs> <laughs> 
You guys are just like blowing all of these money making sponsor opportunities left and right. Can you can you not? Kmart's got troll in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a little bit better than that. They have wealth on the shelf. It's... Wealth instead of elf. Oh. And it says things like, go get blue light specials. <laughs> the only place it moves to is back to Kmart where you have to repurchase it every day. Oh, that's awful. Ingenious. <laughs> Quantity over quality. <laughs> So Chippy gets delivered to Taylor's house, where we also learn that he has twin sisters. Or, what I wrote here, the twins look like evil monsters. (laughs) Yes. They do the classic cartoon twin thing where they finish each other's sentences and, like, say things at the same time and wear the exact same thing with, like, Mm -hmm. small changes to their hair so you can distinguish them from each other. But basically they're one person Yeah, between two people. If you would change their hair the other way, you wouldn't be able to tell. No. <laughs> it's like, well, it's weird because in animation there are examples of having weird, awkward twins. Yeah. And they'd be they're they're like actually good characters. So in home movies and also Bob's Burgers, they're those oh, yeah. twin uh, yeah. Ollie, Ollie and, and Andy. 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 Andy and Ollie. It's obvious they're supposed to be weird. You right. Know? <laughs> they play but, it up because yes, twins yes. are kinda weird. It can be. It can be. Um but yeah, these these two girls look like uh, the twins from The Shining that are actually being played by characters from uh, Children of the Corn. Right? right. So it's like Children of the Corn, Shining Twins. Who have been forced twins. to watch Barney for 48 hours straight before this? <laughs> Who had to go to the Happy Hut from Adam's... Uh, the, the... the Adam's Family Value where they go to camp. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my exactly. God. Ooh. That went deep. That was a Monte Cristo sandwich of references. <laughs> Dude, I am so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they're freaky. Is, they are. Is what we're getting at. <laughs> well, and they're they're the ones who get the package and unwrap it, and they're like, "Daddy, read us the book. Read us the book, Daddy. Won't you please, please, oh, you please must, read father. us this book? Please. Look closely here at this book I'm holding. Read it, Father." And he's like, "Shut up!" And they just shut the fucking book. Just shut the hell up. Only twenty four ninety five. It's magical. A Christmas tradition. The front of the book fucking says a Christmas tradition. The movie does too. In the text card they have a Christmas tradition on there. That's heavy handed. They are really drilling this in hard. A Christmas tradition since 2005? (laughs) Right. Calm it down, dude. I guess... Yeah, the Sugar Ray. Depending on how old Taylor is, there was a point in his Christmas life where the Elf on the Shelf didn't exist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But now it's a Christmas fucking tradition. Right. He didn't. He there was no such thing when he was six. Yeah. I mean, he looks like twelve or thirteen. Right. Yeah. He's 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 a real angsty tween. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. He's not buying into any of this Christmas crap anymore. If anything, like he's got every right to be skeptical, and you know, maybe he's a bit of a dick about like, oh yeah, the elf, whatever that sarcastic tone. But he's like so (laughs) mild. His dickishness is so mild. Yeah. Yeah. It's to be expected, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, when you've got twin sisters like that, like, you're just glad every day you wake up with your soul intact. Because they need to take one to live. He spends every night sharpening his knives. (laughs) (laughs) But we learn when the dad reads the book 
that to give the elf his powers, you have to give him a name. And thus we are blessed with the first of, according to my song count, four songs in a 30-minute movie. Now, to call this a song seems a little bit generous. It, right. It feels more like um, when the Gilmore sing-talking. Girls start talking back and forth really quickly. <laughs> it's, it's sing talking. It's what people yeah. who can't carry a tune do. Yeah. And yeah. they just rattle off a bunch of names. Some of them are like, Skippy, Maloo, what? It's a whole lot of nonsense. Uh, and not in a fun way, like, bother to bother, bad bang, biggity, 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 up, dumps the boogie. Right. Or supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah, it's not fun. No. Ooh, you are you are alluding to the next song, I think. But keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but they land on Chippy. Classic. Yes. The angsty teen kind of throws out is sort of like Midway a, in the song. Yeah, yeah, he's like, what about Chippy? I don't know. I'm and they really totally trying. ignore him. <laughs> and then they totally ignore him, thus solidifying his need to murder. <laughs> <laughs> and they come up with Chippy at the end, and he's like, that's what I fucking said. Mm-hmm. And they're like, shut up, Timmy, or whatever your name is. <laughs> this is about the twins now. <laughs> We have to love them or they'll kill us with their mind tricks. <laughs> now, see, this is what I thought because, Trey, you raised a really good point in that, uh, genetically speaking, these twin girls don't really look anything like any other member of the family, Mm-mm. right? They're blonde hair, blue eyes. The, the To be fair, you used to have blonde hair and it's all brown now. But that's after I sold my soul to Gary uh, Sandoval. <laughs> Gary Coleman. That's what there it is. Carrie Coleman, the guy. Why him? See that coming, but you know, you got buyer's remorse, or you still, you still good with that purchase? I don't regret it. You're fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. No, but they they don't resemble them genetically. So I thought maybe it would be a much more interesting story if uh, the girls, the twin girls, had always been there, like in The Shining, like they're always been there. They're so ghosts. What, they haunted so the place. So what Josh wanted from this thirty-minute children's special was it to take a hard right into Satan Town, <laughs> and then the the rest of the family, they're just like it's like that Twilight Zone episode where they have to like they, they can read your thoughts, so you have to like keep happy thoughts all the time. It's like, oh, it's real good, real good that you did that. Yeah, we got this elf for you, isn't it great? It's here. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what your elf would report back to. One, that you made a children's story into a nightmare special. Two, that you just said the same thing I said and you weren't paying attention. And three, about all those times you used to eat bowls of sugar while your parents were out. Wow. Josh, I needed more Josh wasn't supervised well. What you needed was that up on the show. I know. If he had been... That's the thing. Here, if, all right, I'm going to throw this out at you. Surveilling me. How do you think if you were a kid and your mom brought this elf on the shelf, what would you have liked it? I don't know. Go. Like, Trey, what do you think? Oh, I would have hated that. Right. I mean, I was deathly afraid of Chucky when I was a child. So (laughs) anything that even resembled Chucky, including a couple of real life people, I was like, you stay the fuck around me. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. In the night, you throw it in the fireplace and it completely burns up. And then your mom goes out and gets another one and puts it back. So you think it's just like Chucky, like it comes together like Quicksilver. Oh, my God. She she puts it in the bed with you with a note that says, I missed you. She puts it. She puts it in the bed with a note that says, "Nice try, Trey." Nope. nope. 
I'm rejecting all of this outrage. Ooh. Oh, boy. Ooh. Okay, spotlight off me. Josh. <laughs> all right, Josh. Say that mm-hmm. um, your mom. Josh, look at this Elfabop chin. It's going to monitor you, what you're doing, and report back to Santa. Is <laughs> you... How do you think a young Josh would have dealt with that? I'm pretty sure I would have spent the first day completely riddled in anxiety <laughs> and thinking like, my God, my God, what is he going to find? Like, when, if this guy is really like looking to dig up some dirt on me, I'm fucked, right? <laughs> right? So I would think that. And then I think I would have like devised a way to basically prove that it wasn't real, right? But do something that say like, punch it a lot in the face or something and then put it exactly back where it was and then just wait for the next day when like there's no bad reports or anything like that and everything's fine and then I'll just be like well obviously it's not real because I just I just abuse the shit out of it I just Speaking beat him to bad a pulp reports, yesterday there are like on the internet you can go on there and get like elf on the shelf tickets basically you print them out and write your child a ticket for bad behavior from the elf on the shelf. I don't love that. I saw another one where someone took the elf, saran wrapped the Christmas tree, okay. put the elf on it with a note that said, if you don't act better, then Santa's not coming. We're going to take all your presents away. The elf's going it, to... Like, it was a laundry list of like shit that if your kid read as a child, be like, what is it's like it's it's, it's it's so extreme sweetheart we love you so much so much that we want to get you adjusted to a, a police state where you can be done for thought crimes it's crazy it's absolutely insane that parents would want wantingly give this to their kids yeah so I guess not well is how the <laughs> it wouldn't guys. go well how about you if correct you, so when this came out you were you were like you were done with high school and all that yeah yeah. Um, so if I was a kid kid and my mom brought this back to the house, well, one, twenty four ninety five. fuck no, she ain't spending that kind of money on herself. Um, but say <laughs> she, she would have just kept on walking. <laughs> she would have seen that other people were doing it, flipped it over, saw the price, and was like, those people are dumb, put that back, leaving. Um, <laughs> That's what adulthood's like for me now. But say, but say she got it on deal and did get the elf. Um, there's a, my mom has a lot of great redeeming qualities. The fact that she would do this for 25 days in a row, fuck no. <laughs> she would keep it up for about a few days. And for the first few days, I think I would have liked it. Okay. Um, but then when it stopped doing stuff, then I feel like a young me would have, it would have unraveled everything. Like this elf isn't real, Santa's not real, and you're a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's giving your kid an extra thing to believe in, and there's no, I don't know. It seems like there's no real positive payoff. It's not to me. It feels like cute little like say if you really like Santa as a parent and you really want your kid to believe in it for the first few years, it seems like it's stretching out that Santa ice real fucking thin. Mm. Because this elf, it requires you to suspend a lot of disbelief even as a kid. Agreed. I mean, I had a lot more belief in Santa after watching Ernest. Saves Christmas. Great movie. Then, which was a great movie. Christmas Chronicles is also pretty good. <laughs> I have not seen either of these. Christmas Chronicles is on Netflix. It's a new Christmas movie. What's his name? Who's Santa? 
in Christmas Chronicles? Oh, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's pretty good. Right? It's kind of like you can't be mad at the movie. Because it's a little bit wacky, but it's not bad. It's actually Mm -hmm. pretty good. It is. And For a Santa Christmas movie. For a Santa Christmas movie. And as silly as he is, everything he does is just like, God Damn it, I love you, Kurt Russell. You're just, you, you are, you drip charisma. Also, I like who they made his Santa wife. Yeah, it's not, no spoilers. No spoilers. I mean, it's easy to guess, though. Yeah. It's Kurt Russell. I'm not, I don't know enough about it. Well, just whisper it. The mic can't pick that up. It's, it's Goldie on. <laughs> oh. I think the mic heard that. Probably. I don't think so. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, that revelation threw me overboard. <laughs> uh, I have to leave. <laughs> Anna Ferris? <laughs> I have not seen that one. I haven't seen it either. That's so a I good c- contemporary. Okay, no, I, c- I can't. Snaps to you, sir. Thank you. <clears throat> I I want to see it. I want to see it, but I don't. I like hate that it. guy. I like both of them. Yeah. I want it to be good. Yeah. So they got chippy. And then Chippy flies back to the North Pole. Every night they fly back to the North Pole? It seems That's very crazy. inefficient. Very inefficient. And then they get there with his four bros. Josh, you remembered their names, didn't you? So there's Chippy. There's Zart. Zart. Um, who is the, the, the lone uh, black elf. One. No, there, there's there's other black elves well, in the background. There, yeah, but he's in... He's the only one with a speaking role. Right. His voice actor sounds like if Hannibal Burris never smoked weed. <laughs> I took note of that. And then there was the the one that got adopted by... Oh, there was the girl one. Uh-huh. Her name was Snowflake or something. Yes, Snowflake. Yeah, and then the other one was... He was adopted by uh, a People who like poet. poetry. poetry. So he had a lot of names like Keats, something, something, Keats, the thirds. Dylan, Frost. Frost, yeah. Uh, the third. I remember the third. Zora Neral Hurston. But, but he is telling... Sweetly. Angelo. He's telling his... Elf bros that his family like poetry, and the, and I'm just like, the way they try to describe the poetry, I'm just like, fucking hell, dude. <sighs> just throwing the f word out there like that. This is another example about how kids' movies. I can concede that there are kids out there who don't know what poetry is. Sure, fine. But this movie makes poetry the way they describe it makes kids seem just stupid. Mm-hmm. So dumb. They're well, the, so their condescending. And their description is so limited. It's just like, you know, poetry. Speaking about things in rhyme. That's not That's all not all it is. There are sure there's lots of poetry that rhymes, but there's lots of poetry that doesn't. Especially yeah. since I feel like after that it just led into another song. Oh which yeah. is not a poem. Okay, okay. Not 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 exactly. The next song. Okay. It's what is it? It's oh, delicioso. Boy. Fabulous. Extravaganza Lorious. (laughs) Extravaganza Lorious? Yes. Jesus. Yeah. So it was pretty clear to me that they animated this scene before writing the song. Yes. Because none of the background movements of the background elves fit to any, or just elves don't have any rhythm. That's fine. They have a lot on their plates. They they magically surveil people. They don't have to know how to dance. It's okay. All their clothes match. I mean, they, they got were that just going like their pants go down into their feet. They were just clapping all off beat. Extravagant, glorious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have hired us. <laughs> I would have given them some other nonsense song. Just give me like a couple of cases of this, and uh, and we'll be good. Yeah, yeah. we'll be yeah. 
I mean, I get farting in the mic like they did. That hard. <laughs> How long must it take Santa to listen to all these elves every freaking night? Every night he has to listen to a report. But on top of that, why does the black elf have to rap? Well. He becomes Franklin from the Peanuts TV show real fucking quick. How else are you supposed to know that he's black? Well, you could lay out some cardboard for him to dance on. (laughs) But he has to justify his existence by adding some flavor, if you will. We we is prefer that, the term it, urban flair. I was just about to say. I don't. I was just about to say, is that flavor urban? That'd be correct. It's 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 real fresh. As were his rhymes. Which uh, did not include, and I'm here to say. So I'll, that's that's as much props as I will give him. Yeah. <laughs> so if a kid touches the elf, he loses his magic. And Taylor touches Chippy. Where did he touch <laughs> this is the best part. So he touches Chippy. I didn't see him touch falls. it. You don't, it's, I mean, it's unclear. it seems like an accident, like he's going to touch him. It's like the air touched him. It's kind of like, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, and then... He accidentally <sighs> touches you. Yeah. And he falls off the side table, and it's pretty dramatic. It's just It's like, real dramatic. He's like, oh. <laughs> he falls, and then the kids are gone, he's just like, <laughs> coughing up blood. Look, I'm getting back to North Pole. <laughs> Goddamn kid! I'm too old for this shit. He tries to fly up the chimney and accidentally hits the wall. Like, <laughs> he gets to the top and then he like falls down like through the snow as the snow falls around him, just like blood everywhere. And then the other elves are like, "Hey, is that Chippy? I can't fucking tell. We all look the same." <laughs> Doctors, and then you hear in the background, get seven cc's of cinnamon stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah, he shows up in an elf here at the North Pole. They have uh, an elf infirmary, yes. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of elves in there, so I guess a lot of kids are getting touching these elves, but it's still like a tent hospital, like it looks like Chippy, an episode of MASH. Chippy, show me here on the picture where he touched you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he's being... It does look like an episode of MASH, by the way. Yeah, so he's convalescing, and uh, all of his friends... Which one of them is Frank Burns? (laughs) (laughs) Which one's Frank Burns? Uh, Weasel Face. Uh, He was one of the earlier doctors. He He, he had the relationship with Hot Lips. Yeah, he gets replaced with Charles. Right. Yeah, so Hmm. before the bald guy comes along from Boston, um, there's Frank. Don't worry, Trey. I have the complete seasons on DVD. We'll watch it later. In the movie, he was played by Robert Duvall. In the TV show, I don't know the guy's name, actually. Me neither. But he was amazing. He was a great Frank. He was very funny. Um, Anyway, off track. Sorry. (laughs) MASH, that was good. Go watch MASH. That's a great show. We love Alan Alda. So, yeah, Chippy's in. He's he's laid up. And his friends come to try and cheer him up. Uh, And the poet elf he tries to do a really grand poem and it is really grand it's amazing it's so well, amazing in it's fact it's amazing for him it's amazing for him and it's amazing for the guy who was in, the other elf who's in a wheelchair and was miraculously healed 
He was just like, yes. he's so right. Get out of this chair. This Get back to Christmas. Poem is enough. <laughs> he was delivered. He was. But, so Chippy is laid up, but back in the real world, I'm air quoting that, the twins think Christmas... Back in the scary Jehovah's Witness cartoon world. <laughs> that is what this looks like. <laughs> so Go the, on. So the twins think Christmas won't come now that Chippy is gone. Mm. And Taylor manages to squeeze out a tear for Chippy and his sisters. Oh, they, they make a song out of it. And they do mm. another flipping yeah. song. I just looked at the DVD case. This is a 24-minute special with four songs. Yeah. That's a lot of songs. Yeah. And so he feels so guilty and bad, he writes Santa a letter. Tell Chippy I'm real sorry for being a butthole, basically. Mm -hmm. And then also includes a picture of him and his family. As you do. Like you do. Wait, the the picture they just got made, by the way. Yeah. He stole the one from the frame. Mm-hmm. What a dick. Go well, on. Well, Chippy wasn't there, so he could do whatever he wanted. That's true, yeah, I'm sure. Ooh. Yeah, that was Taylor's first thing. Is like he, There was a real Home Alone moment. He was jumping on the bed. And, oh, and that's an Elf on the Shelf loophole. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Just do it at night when the elves aren't there. <laughs> so Santa brings Chippy the letter. He's like, Clarence, he believes in me. <laughs> <laughs> It's a miracle. <laughs> that would be amazing. If Jimmy Stewart showed up all of a sudden, that would be incredible. Jimmy Stewart as a puppet is just wrong. <laughs> but, the, oh. but the picture dissolves and becomes Chippy's magic, like yep. goes into his body. Oh, yes. Because he believes in me. Because Taylor took all of Chippy's magic when he touched him, he but he like put all the magic back into the, the, the photo, which was like a representation of his belief. See, all this makes sense. Of course Boom. it does. That's exactly what they were thinking. That's yep. not what I was thinking. I was just thinking that's stupid. <laughs> they were thinking either that or da 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 Somebody from Elf on the Shelf is going to listen through this. They're going to make a fucking cabin. And they're going to be like, that's fucking brilliant. Take a tray's idea. <laughs> that's exactly what we were thinking. Like, if in future interviews, that's the answer they're going to give. You heard it here first. <clears throat> that was all Trey. So now Chippy's magic again. He goes back to the house. Oh, wait. It's not just in time because there's still many days oh, before Christmas. Yeah, there's the Christmas singing montage. I can't remember what song this is. Christmas, uh, Christmas, it's Christmas. It's about Christmas. this is why Christmas is important because it reminds you of sharing and oh, and giving. That and is why we all believe in Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, that oh one. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a chippy montage of You're all. all getting rat poison for Christmas. <laughs> There's a chippy montage of all the places he is in, and one of them, Taylor, points at him like, "Ah, you all son of a gun!" Like he's, he's just on the freaking mantle. Yeah, so the family is finally happy because Chippy has returned. I mean, I think a couple of times in this, they say something like, "It didn't even feel like Christmas without Chippy here." Chippy yeah. makes Christmas Christmas, you know. Yeah. Oh, they sort of send thing. that home, like yeah. drill it in, they totally and then. Do. It's Christmas Eve, Santa comes, drops the present off, 
And then Chippy leaves, and then Josh is gross. And what did you say about Chippy? <laughs> On his way out, he circled the tree, and he it looked like he dusted elf. it with magic. But what did you say it was? They skeet skeeted magic. <laughs> if you oh. have a spare room, just oh. anyone out there. Oh, Joshua! <laughs> Remember on the radio when they, <laughs> before they edited out Skeet Skeet? <laughs> you could say it. I do. What did they replace Skeet Skeet with? It's just blankness. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Like most modern music is just like, most. Nah. Most like Little John songs were off the that radio waves by that point, so it was a little bit easier. When I was at AIT, there was these there there were these two dudes that came from Fort Knox, and apparently at Fort Knox at the time, because Skeet Skeet was all the rage at this time, circa well, like 2006, and they did this thing when they did at ease. So you go at ease, and they go ah, Skeet 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 Skeet. And we had a drill sergeant once who, and I'm sure I know that this dude knew exactly. He was the appropriate age to know what that meant. Yeah, because he was like late 20s, early 30s. He knew what Skeet Skeet was all about, right? He knew what it was. But he heard them say that once, and he proceeded to try and make us laugh, I'm, I'm sure of it, for like 20 minutes by going around, why does everybody say Skeet Skeet? What is this Skeet Skeet? What is it about? And you like get right up in your face and say, have you heard someone say Skeet Skeet? What does it mean? Like witnessed, it was. I was crying. I was just like, like a statue with a tear going down. That's that's beautiful. That's the best thing I've ever heard. That is, that's that's uh, a YouTube video right there. I love real life trolling like that, especially in my the armed forces. This is this yeah. is good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> send that to humor in uniform. Stole, stole your joke much, much like you did to me earlier. Where are you? Thank you, sir. Right. <laughs> At least I stole it before you said it, though, Dick. <laughs> oh God! All right, so so yeah. It's so that's the end of the movie. It ends. Yeah, they fly off, and they're like, like, "I can't wait to go back next year." And, and all the other elves are like, "Yep." <laughs> there's like a million elves behind Santa's sleigh. Here's something that doesn't make sense: if they all get like packaged up and sent off, and that's when they get their names and stuff like that, what happens to all these elves? Like, I don't think they're going back year after year. These elves are going back to be exterminated. No, they do. They call you get the same elf again. Oh, I guess that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, your parents package it. You only have to spend, spend this twenty four ninety five once. Oh, your parents didn't just throw shit away <laughs> every year. No, because we were the poor. <laughs> but imagine if your kid found what he thought. Like he thinks the elf goes back with Santa. Right. What if, come back until, what if he's going through your garage one day and finds the fact that you have taken this sentient being, wrapped it in newspaper, and shoved it in a fucking tote for the year? He's going to think you're a goddamn psychopath. <laughs> and then he can't touch it or his magic's all going to go <laughs> yeah. away, so we can't save him. No. He'll like, have to get to, like, he's got, he's got tongs. Get, get some tongs <laughs> with oven mitts on. Like, it's okay. Like, tears streaming down his face. It's okay, Chippy. It's going to be all right, Chippy. Just hang in there, bud. Oh, my God. The Mylar. The Mylar. Now, just imagine this scenario with the two twins from the movie. <laughs> Those twins are going to kill their parents while holding the chippy. Like this chippy? Cut here? Deeper? 
did I tell us about Chippy? Why did you hurt Chippy? <laughs> Chippy says I have two birthdays. <laughs> so we've come to the end of this 24-minute fiasco. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we've doubled that. <laughs> so the question remains, is it a cash grab? Trey, let's start with you. It's been a while since you've been on, so you first. I gotta say... Um, well, I this... just want to reread something. Oh, go, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. <clears throat> just a half hour advertisement for a book and a toy, says Washington Post. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drink. who am I to argue with the Washpo? <laughs> so. They're definitely stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is so much of a cash grab that it seeped into our actual conversation because we hardly even talked about Santa. And there were some things to talk about. In this movie with Santa. Oh, yeah. Yep. You have a like, gelatinous beard that's his, poorly animated. Yeah, his yeah. his hairs aren't animated correctly, so it just looks like he has jello on his face. Or like marshmallow fluff. His his eyes look like they were uh, improperly installed in a doll. <laughs> like, that's what they look like. They like also, point the wrong way. Also his glasses are constantly like threatening to fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this really takes the Santa out of Christmas and it replaces it with the F on the shelf. The carbon copy elves. It really instills this as a as a new tradition. And as Mariah Carey has told us that you don't need to be around for too long for it to become invaluable in your holiday season. Mariah Carey had a whole damn Christmas special based off of her music. That with that one song. Look, she had the right idea. She's the queen of Christmas. I, she could have just made All I Want for Christmas for You and not done anything else. And people would still yeah. be like, I love Mariah Carey. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the, dare I say it, uh, Mariah Carey of children's Christmas elf stories. I stand by that. I stand by it. Cash grab. Full show. <laughs> All right. I will agree. Absolute, complete, and total cash grab. I think it is deplorable. That's right. I used the D word. Oh, nice. That a company, I just think it's such a devious plot to say like, how can we make more money from these stupid families at Christmas time? You know, and I'm sure it wasn't like that, but it's... Are you sure? It seems that diabolical that they just devised the most soulless way to get money. I don't think it started out that way. Because the mom and daughter who wrote this book is completely self-published. Like, they sold it out of their van. And it became what it is now. And they went from two people who had a cute idea, thinking like, you know what, this is a great idea. And they went to lots of publishers and they were turned down. And they're like, you know what, they're wrong. This is a great idea. And they, like, took out their retirement funds. Like, they really went for this. And it paid off for them. And then instead of being proud of that and showing people, like... You could, I actually fucking hate that shit where they're like, girls can do anything. Yeah, we know. Yeah. But this could have been an opportunity for them to go around places and be like, yeah, you can do it. Look, I did it. And like, they're much, they're yeah. much older in terms of success. Yeah. Like, if, basically, you know, the world tells you if you haven't made it by 20, give up. But like, this lady was a grandmother. Her daughter was like in her 40s. They shouldn't have been able to do it. And they did. And instead of taking that and like their gumption, they have soiled it. It's uh, what they've done to their own self-image is sad. Yeah. And 
<clears throat> As for me, do I think it's a cash grab? Well, right now you can go to Target by Elf on the Shelf for $29.95. You can buy Elf on Wait, the Shelf it music. Up? It went up by $5? It did. You can buy Elf on the Shelf a musical edition for $25.58. You can buy Elf on the Shelf self claws. It's like a costume you can buy for four ninety nine. You can buy Elf I'm, on the wait, Shelf. You can costume yourself as an Elf on the Shelf. Yeah. What the fuck sense does that make? They're little. <laughs> you can buy Elf on the Shelf letters to Santa for nine ninety nine. You can buy Elf on the Shelf Claus Couture you can, for nine ninety nine. You can buy You can buy Elf letters. on the Shelf Scout Elves play and pay for twenty four ninety nine. Nope. There's so much stuff. So, it's to answer your question, I think that this Elf on the Shelf, this particular movie, they were seeing some slumps in their sales, and they were like, well, we need to do something. I know. Let's buy some fucking airtime and put this shit on there, and we'll make more money again. That's all this seems to me. Right. I don't think they give a shit about this Elf anymore. I don't think they give a crap about their image, and like, they have become the fucking Jeff... Bozo? What's the Amazon guy name? Jeff Bezos? He's, Bezos. They've become the Jeff Bezos of elves. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> because that dude can spend millions of dollars every every day, and he won't stop making money for a few years, but he won't let his employees in the warehouse have fans, air conditioning, or cold water, but he will have ambulances standing by for when they pass out from the heat. Wow. Yeah. So they're the ambulance standing by of Christmas time. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Tiny Tim is dead in this world. <laughs> they, Get off your soapbox, Timmy. <laughs> this is what capitalism looks like. <laughs> when they go to the future and see that Tiny Tim is dead, like, did he buy an elf? <laughs> <laughs> we got that sale, right? You closed the sale. Did you close the sale? <laughs> the tear only comes when they realize he only bought one elf. Oh. <laughs> there was all the accessories. They didn't. God damn it. They didn't buy the reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Elf on the shelf. It's pretty. You know what? Parents out there, if you have bought your child an elf on the shelf, tell them the truth. It's not real. Take that pressure off yourself. Because this fucking shit is crazy. You feel crazy doing it. And one day your kids are going to realize it was all you. And they're going to think you're unbalanced. <laughs> so let's... In the cycle now. I hate to say it. But let's shelf the elf on the shelf. I'm so sorry for that. Oh my God. How wow. long were you working on that? Wow. A couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I workshopped it around. I saw you thinking really hard earlier. And it's like you, you gave yourself a nosebleed. <laughs> My mom said it was funny. <laughs> so that was our Christmas episode after Christmas. I mean, if you have expectations from us, this is your fault, not ours. We, yeah. We know who we are. Dummies. I'm going to go get a fucking McFish right now. Ooh. Make it too. I'm, I'm enjoying it on that. Nice.